It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Better Faster Podcast. Today, I am flying solo, and we are talking about supplements, which is essentially the wild, wild west of the health and fitness industry. Now, supplements are you know, often the first thing that an athlete or a new client will want to talk about, um, which is interesting to me, right? Because supplement implies that it is something in addition to, it's something that we need to, you know, make sure that we have all of these other boxes checked before we really worry about supplements, right? Um, but it's a huge industry and there's social media and marketing and advertising that pushes these things on people, right? You know, I always get someone talking, you know, coming in and talking to me about this new supplement or this new diet, or have you seen what so-and-so posted on social media, yada, 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 right? And everybody that's going through this, uh, you know, everybody that follows anyone on social media in the health and fitness world probably is getting some supplements pushed on them. So there's so much misinformation out there, right? It's not a very regulated industry. Um, It's hard to figure out what is, you know, legit and what, you know, is a scam and really where, you know, where do you look for more information? And and it's, it's tough. I understand why people have so many questions around it. For me, it's not necessarily where I want to start with somebody. I want to make sure that we're, we're focusing on, you know, the whole food approach that they are, you know, they're taking in first and then get into these supplements. But it's something that people are going to have questions. And it's something where we can really provide information as a coach or as a physical therapist. And as a PT, you know, a lot of PTs I know I've talked to don't necessarily feel comfortable addressing this with their patients. Um, And I find that interesting, right? Depending on where you are, you know, every state has different practice acts. But I know in South Carolina, if you feel, you know, that you understand and have a good knowledge base in that area, you can give uh, advice to people, right? And I'll preface all this conversation with I am not a registered dietitian. I don't prescribe anything. I just try to provide my clients and patients and athletes with information. Let them make the best informed decision that they can and help them weed out um, all the crap that's out there, for lack of a better term. So I want to talk with you about a few that uh, I think are a little bit more on the yes side when we talk about supplements. Um, because, you know, I think when we're talking about athletes specifically that are training all the time, that need to be able to um, recover quickly, reduce inflammation, help with their sleep, um, be able to, you know, get more out of their training. You know, there are some supplements that are going to be able to help with that, right? So we're going to start with fish oil. Now, there is so 
much information out there about fish oil and all the amazing things that it can do for you. But for me, it's mainly about recovery and reducing inflammation, right? You know, we know that, you know, chronic inflammation can lead to some issues down the road and that's going to affect recovery. So fish oil, especially with our standard American diet being so pro-inflammatory, um, if we can, uh, you know, change that balance a little bit by supplementing some omega-3s, that's, that's really important. So uh, my biggest thing with fish oil is look at the label, look at the EPA and DHA content. That's where you're going to make your money, right? You, you know, it has other omegas as the bulk of what's in it probably not the highest quality substance. So uh, for me, look at the EPA, look at the DHA. I'm not necessarily going to tell you how much to take. There's a lot of variables that go into that, but you know, make sure that you're, you're seeking out a high quality option. So looking at that EPA and DHA, um, I think it's really important. And I think that you know, for athletes that are taking, you know, or they're doing a lot of high volume, um, that are training, you know, very intensely, that are doing a ton of, you know, work. Um, I think that they're, they can really benefit from from taking this. All right. I think, you know, just about everybody is going to benefit from supplementing with fish oil. All right. So that's number one. Um, another one that, you know, everyone wants to talk about is creatine, right. And it amazes me how many myths there are out there and how much bro science is out there. Right. Um, so first, yes, creatine is in the yes category, right. It is the most studied supplement in history. All right. And other than, you know, taking a ton of it and having some GI issues, I don't personally know of many downsides. Right. And it's so cheap. Right. It's a couple cents a scoop. And all you need to take is five grams a day. Right. And you don't need any, you know, crazy form of it. There hasn't been any literature out out there especially any literature that's not funded by a supplement company that shows that any other type of creatine is more and more effective than creatine monohydrate. So buy your cheap unflavored monohydrate, add it to something, take your five grams a day that it recommends. Um, that's going to be plenty. Um, you know, maybe you add in another five, especially if you're a bigger individual uh, and take it pre and post workout, but otherwise five grams post workout, probably good for everyone. And you know, some of the other myths are just amazing to me. You don't need to load it. You don't need to cycle it, right? Loading it might, maybe you reach saturation quicker, more quickly, but um, you know, there's probably gonna be some GI distress when you're taking that much that sometimes they recommend uh, in the loading phase. You don't need to load it and you don't need to cycle it. It's not like, um, you know, some type of anabolic that's going to re reduce, uh, you know, endogenous production. You know, that's not how creatine works, right? So you don't need to cycle it. You don't necessarily have to take it with anything else specific. I see the orange juice thing um, or, you know, sugars. Again, not really necessary. Um, I think people don't understand the, the method of, creatine absorption very well so you get these this bro science out there it's not going to screw with your kidneys it amazed i don't know where where that came from um but that seems to be the number one question like oh i don't know if i want to take creatine because i don't want to mess with my kidneys there is no evidence to show that all right um will it cause you to retain some water yes a little bit, you're going to get some fluid moving from outside the cell or extracellular to intracellular or inside the cells. Um, but that just means that you need to stay hydrated. And we talk about how that's so important anyway. If you go back and listen to my episode, the last time I did a solo one on biohacking um, or like my version of biohacking, hydration was a big part of it. Making sure you're consuming at least half your body weight in ounces of water and then building from there based on environment, on you know perspiration, how much training you're doing, all that kind of stuff. If you are adequately hydrated, you don't have anything to worry about. All right. So, you know, 
take, you know, you know, for me, creatine's in that yes category for almost everyone. And you know who it's really going to benefit? It's going to benefit people who don't eat a ton of animal protein, right? Um, because that is you know, the primary source of how we're going to get it from a, you know, a food source. So if you are somebody that is in that category, look into creatine, right? So, um, that one to me, I, I don't know why, um, you know, why all those myths are out there, but they're pretty unfounded. It's safe. It's cheap. It's probably going to help. All right. So we've talked about fish oil, talked about creatine. Now let's talk about um, vitamin D, right? Uh, vitamin D is something where a large uh, number of people are deficient. Uh, it's, you know, in my opinion, essential to, to health and wellness. Um, if you're deficient, in it, you can actually see some, some uh, reductions in performance from a power output and things like that. Um, so I would take vitamin D as well. I do take vitamin D, I should say. Um, it's 5, 000, I take 5,000 IU a day. Um, there are some various different formulas on loading. Again, you can get blood work done and look to see if it's something that, you know, where you are deficient, but vitamin D, it, it, there are a lot of different benefits of vitamin D too, to the point where I think almost everybody falls into that category too. So those first three um, that, you know, fish oil, creatine, vitamin D, there's really no reason not to, right? It's going to probably help. And I encourage you to do your own research first, but you're going to find benefits to supplementing with those three things first. All right. Um, now, as we move into some other ones, um, I kind of have three more that are a little bit more on, um, I guess the, you know, I recommend they might not be as essential or as necessary as those first three we talked about, but I still think that they, they can have some benefit, right? Um, the first one would be ZMA, which is a combination of zinc, magnesium, and B6. So I guess, you know, I'm counting that as one supplement, um, but really it's three put together. Uh, it's funny that ZMA, I believe, came out of the Balco Labs and Victor Conti, who you may remember from all the baseball scandal stuff. So um, that's you know an interesting fact about ZMA. But zinc and magnesium are some of the most common micronutrients that you know, athletes and people following a Western diet are deficient in. Um, and we know that that's going to greatly affect you know cellular processes and you know specifically zinc and testosterone production. So um, those are things we don't want to be deficient in as an athlete. Um, and this this blend of zinc, magnesium, and B6 seems to help with sleep uh, sleep quality as well, right? So um, who doesn't need to improve their sleep? I'm not a fan of things like melatonin or, or you know that kind of thing. Um, if you're looking to improve sleep quality in some way, uh, this might be a direction you want to go. Uh, so I encourage you to look into ZMA again, as athletes, we're trying to improve recovery as best we can. Um, so that way we can train, you know, almost every day and train multiple times in a day. So, uh, I like ZMA. I'm a fan. I take it myself. I occasionally get a crazy dream or two who knows if that's associated with it, um, or not, but uh, I'm a fan of ZMA. Uh, so that's another one to maybe look into. Um, after that, um, green supplements. Now, this is an interesting one. Uh, I am not a huge fan of multivitamins. Um, I, I much prefer whole foods, uh, you know, whole foods first and then green supplements second um, to multivitamins, mainly because when you talk about a green supplement, you're getting those micronutrients in the environment in which they are normally, you know, present. You're getting them with the other enzymes and cofactors um, that are 
you know, with it that help in its, you know, breakdown and absorption, that kind of thing. It's with the other, you know, micronutrients that, you know, it's in its more natural, I guess a more natural state than say a multivitamin. So I'm more of a fan of a green supplement than I am a multivitamin. I take one for myself, um, you know, every morning it's, you know, it's just part of uh, my routine. Um, again, if you are eating a ton of vegetables, some at every meal and you're varying them, you know, maybe, you know, and you have, you know, the right amount of fruit and everything going on in your diet. Diet, you, know, you may not need this, right? But for me, that's an area where I am continually trying to improve. So a whole foods, uh, you know, a whole food approach is number one, but a green supplement, number two. So for me, I add that to my diet as well. And finally, BCAAs. This is one that a lot of people want to talk about and bring up because you see um, pre-workouts coming out or, or different things to take, um, you know, intra-workout that have, you know, BCAAs in there. Um, there is some literature to show, um, you know, a benefit from BCAs, whether it be uh, increasing the time it takes you um, before re re uh, reaching fatigue, right? Time to exhaustion is what you'll see in the literature, or um, decreasing uh, the how hard you feel like you're working, um, so your RPE levels, um, or it potentially, you know, mit mitigating or attenuating some of the uh, proteolysis or protein breakdown, muscle breakdown. Um, that's seen with training or even potentially with, um, you know, metabolism where it can spare glycogen because um, especially if you're, you're fasted, you know, BCAs in the blood can potentially you know, be taken up and metabolized and spare glycogen, which again could uh, essentially make it longer for you to reach that point of fatigue. So is there some merit there? Yeah, there's some evidence there. There's also some evidence out there that really shows it ain't doing that much. So um, I think that BCA supplements can be, um, you know, can be uh, expensive, you know, which is interesting. Um, but I say, you know, do your research, see if it's appropriate for you. I don't necessarily, you know, tell everyone that they need to go out and get a BCA supplement, but um, you know, to each his own. So uh, those are kind of six that I wanted to talk about today. So three of which are more in the pretty much everybody, pretty much every day category, which is fish oil, vitamin D, and creatine. And then three that are more in the probably, but kind of more of the it depends category. Um, and that would be ZMA or zinc, magnesium, B6, um, a greens supplement in place of, a, a say, a multivitamin, and then BCAAs. So if you have any questions on this kind of stuff, reach out to me. I think it's fun to talk about. I'm always down to talk about the new fads that you see. Um, you know, don't get me started on exogenous ketones. All right, don't waste your money. But, um, you know, <laughs> we can definitely talk about that kind of stuff as well. So uh, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm happy to answer any questions. Um, as I said, do your own research in this area. Become competent in this area so that way you feel comfortable giving advice and also just relaying information so that way someone can make you know, an informed decision. All right. As always, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review, preferably five stars. It's how we reach more people. Also, it's how we um, get topics for future episodes, right? So leave a comment or a question. Um, we read them. We appreciate them. We can't thank you enough. We're trying to get to 100 reviews. We're getting close. So if you haven't already um, done a review, please do so. We really would appreciate it. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And as always, tune in next Monday. We'll talk to you then. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor of physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.